0: This is the Midday Market Podcast for Tuesday on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. John, what are we seeing on the grain market so far today?
1: Well, at least in the corn market, a little bit of selling pressure, down a handful of pennies at this time frame. Uh, just kind of following through from some of the chart weakness we've seen the last couple of days. You know, Down challenging 670 on December corn. Maybe we got a little bit of support there, a little bit of trend line support overall in that window. So we'll have to see that's how that comes in here. Obviously, maybe some squaring up for the USDA report tomorrow. We're really concerned about the demand side of the equation uh, here for corn, and what the adjustments might be by the USDA tomorrow. But making those uh, export numbers smaller making that carry out a little bit bigger going on the soybeans mix and choppy most of the day day we get, did get some export sales uh on the overnight for soybeans as well as a, a sale of corn to Mexico so that's encouraging to see uh, but again, the market still kind of holding around that 1450 handle, at least at this time frame, as the demand, at least for beans on the domestic side, is still fairly good. We reflecting those poor conditions and in the, in the KC winter wheat giving us some strength there. But front end wheat is uh, just, again, lacking those demand concerns uh, or lacking that demand Again, prices for U.S. wheat is just not competitive globally, even with the U.S. dollar weaker today.
0: John, we've been following, of course, the overseas situation in China and the effect on that country's demand for bringing in corn and soybeans and of course the zero covid policy is a big part of that and we got some numbers that they were looking i think it was until the population was 70 percent vaccinated they were going to stay with that zero um, that zero tolerance policy and then also we see that in october china imported 4.4 million metric tons of soybeans lowest number for october in eight years so it kind of tells the story at least of what's happening in china but it does give us i guess a little bit of an idea of where they want to get to before things open back up?
1: Uh, yeah, very much so. I mean, obviously that was kind of a lift in the markets last week was the potential that COVID policy maybe going to the wayside. And then obviously that got shot down over the weekend, you know, putting some pressure back into the grain markets. You know, and then that Chinese demand for soybeans continues to be a concern uh, overall. You know, what do they need? But Their supplies are low. You look at soybean meal stocks in, in China, they are at multi-year lows at this time frame. You know, so there's some need for soybeans in here. Now, we did, again, we saw some export demand this morning. Hopefully we continue to see that go uh, going forward here. And we have seen really strong shipments. In other words, we're getting the beans moved here right now, even despite some of the conditions that we're seeing in terms of the Mississippi River. So beans are moving out. Now, how long the strength of those shipments is going to be a key in terms of those export numbers. But again, the market is maybe anticipating a little lighter uh, export total tomorrow. Just because, again, that just that lack of overall demand in China may be diminished this year due to the high prices and them just trying to find alternate feed sources.
0: John, what's been the story so far on the livestock markets?
1: Well, a little bit of bounce back, you know, choppy price action. Wait to see if cash trade gets going for live cattle. Expectations are steady. Maybe we still get a little bit of firmness. Retail carcass values are at least there supporting that market at this time frame. But, you know, had a firm day yesterday or give most of those gains back today. Now, typically we see some strength in cattle until the Thanksgiving holiday. That also goes for the same as well. You know, usually around about this t- eight, ninth, 10th window is when maybe we see some buying. So we'll see if that traditional seasonal pattern holds. Going into hogs, we had a big day yesterday. Just giving back some of those gains again here today. We're just not seeing the strength in that retail market to really merit any good size move to the upside or sustained move to the upside. You know, it was more of a technical move yesterday for that big push higher on hog prices because those retail values, car cash values, just can't seem to follow along.
0: And, John, going back to those numbers that we are seeing as far as harvest is concerned, starting to get close to wrapping up. We're actually ahead of pace on corn and soybeans. Right now, what do farmers need to be paying attention to day to day when they're looking at the markets?
1: Well, you know, obviously you got to make sure you're looking at the value that's out there on a historical level, comparing to what you're seeing on the cash market. You know, right now we're starting to see basis levels widen out a little bit because we've got plenty of fresh supplies here in front of the marketplace. You know, with harvest wrapping up those beans and corn that had to be moved into the market that were lacking storage probably have been moved. And uh, so at least we'll see how things kind of focus on the demand side now that the harvest side is done. There's still a lot of very good value out there for producers and the black swan event, a downside move is still a possibility, you know, even with the tighter supply picture. So my focus for my producers is basically making sure we protect those bushels we're storing out into the spring. Cause if we have a good crop in South America and things get off to a good start here next spring on the planting pace, prices have probably one direction to go and that's probably going to work themselves lower against those store bushels.
0: Thank you for the analysis, John. How can listeners get in touch with Total Farm Marketing for more information?
1: Sure, i love to chat with them anytime. Feel free to give me a call, 800-334-9779, or shoot me an email at johnh.totalfarmmarketing.com. And our website, again, totalfarmmarketing.com.
0: That's John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. Thanks, John. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks. Have a good day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the midday numbers. At midday, December corn is down five and a quarter at 670 and a half. November soybeans up five and a half at 1445 and a half. Soybean meal for January up $2.90 at 415.80. Soybean oil for January down 89 cents at 7301. Chicago wheat down nine and a quarter at 8.36 and a half. Minneapolis wheat down three and three quarters at 9.56 and a half. Kansas hard red wheat down four and a half at 9.52 and three quarters. December oats down one and three quarters at 3.83 and a half. On the Merck, live cattle for December down 30 cents at 152.75. November feeder cattle down 37 cents at 177.85. Lean hogs for December down a dollar 60 at 85.45. Pork cutout for December down 57 cents at 95.62. And class three milk for November down nine cents at 20.81. This has been the Midday Market Report. I'm Mark Magnuson. Stay tuned for the closing markets later today with Riley Smith as he talks with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.